Welcome everyone to the Super Size Phys Ed Podcast. I am Dave. I'm your host, and I teach in Fort Myers, Florida, large groups, very large, 100 plus, 100 to 130-ish. And again, I always say it's not always easy, but I do enjoy it. I enjoy the students. So hopefully you're in the same situation as far as that goes. You might not have 100 students, or you might have more, but I'm glad you're here. And today, I want to continue our EdCamp discussion. Now, if you didn't listen to the first one, this is EdCamp 2. Okay, if you didn't listen to the first episode of EdCamp, please go back and listen to it. I discussed why I enjoy EdCamps, what they are, why I think they're important, and especially if you have large groups, I think it's a great thing to do. So today, we're going to talk about starting to organize it and getting ready to actually have the big day. So are you ready? I hope so, because here we go. Okay, so if you started thinking about an ad camp, if it's for you, if it'll work, if it might not work, I don't know. You know, where do you start? Well, I laid out four kind of bullet points today about just getting going with ed camps and getting organized. So number one is getting the students interested in it, getting them to buy into it. And I'll tell you what, at first it's not easy. And the first time I ever did it, it was really not easy because there's no videos out there, or there were no videos out there of ed camps. I even looked them up at the time. I'm like, I want to show my students what an ed camp is, and I couldn't find any at all. So now, thank goodness, I have my own to show, and I'm, I know there's others out there. I have, and I'll link those up in the uh, episode notes. I have two really good ones, really good videos. I feel like, I mean, not the highest quality video, but they show what's going on. So I have ed camp day one and ed camp day two. So we did two days because we wanted to make sure that all the classes got to come out. Now you could organize it where everybody comes out at the same time. Like if they're in art, music, STEM, whatever your specials are. But what I decided was that'd be too many students. So we decided to do um, two days of it. Uh, but, but, but going back to buying in, this took a while. I gave myself about a month to just talk it up, talk it up. Here's what we're going to do. You could be teachers, you could be learners. And I told them they didn't have to be teachers of baseball. I mean, they could be teachers of, you know, we had a kid that uh, knew how to juggle. So he taught students how to juggle. We had a student bring in a skateboard and a helmet. You know, some students, they, they, they do things outside of school. You know, there's a lot of gymnasts, a lot of um, students that just do other things that are not uh, it's not that we don't do gymnastics in PE, but we don't do these crazy flips and stuff that, that some of my students can do. So number one is getting students interested. Okay, number two is the signups. So they have to decide if they're going to sign up by themselves as a duo or maybe even as a trio at the most. So this lessens the pressure on the student to be like, well, I'm, I'm scared, I'm nervous, I don't know if I want to teach. If they pair up with a buddy... It might change. It might take the pressure off, like I said. So signing up, uh, especially as a duo, really helps. We use a simple Google form where they just put their name, if they have any other people presenting with them, what class they're in, and you know what equipment they'll need, and um, you know what they're going to do, what they want to teach. So that is number two, getting them to sign up. Okay, number three is a thinking map. We use thinking maps in our school but just basically a lesson plan, but it doesn't have to be detailed teacher lesson plans. Okay. It could be something like 
just draw a big circle. Um, this one of the thinking maps, just draw a big circle and write down all the things you're going to teach. Um, I'd like them to be a little more organized than that, like when they're going to teach it, how they're going to teach it. It doesn't have to be, again, super detailed because I don't want to discourage kids from signing up because this, this lesson plan shouldn't take too long. But I tell them they can't just wing it. They can't just say, well, I'm going to teach football because that happened actually last year. A good, real nice student, nice family, you know, he, I don't think he ever turned in his thinking map, but we didn't have enough presenters, so I just let him. And all he did was play football with everybody. And then it just became one big, everybody, all the, especially the boys, just playing football. And that's not what I want. I want them to teach something. If they want to teach past patterns, they've done that in the past, that's fine. If they want to teach just uh, different ways of throwing the ball, running the ball, catching the ball, kicking the ball, that's fine. But they need to write it down in detail. And they also can't just say gymnastics, if it's that. They have to say a cartwheel or a back handspring or whatever whatever it is, back walkover. So it's got to be fairly specific because if not, they'll just do whatever. You know, they have to decide how long they need for the session. Now, I figure they have about 30 minutes total because we have a 40-minute class, but by the time we kind of talk and get kids to different stations, and remember, they are allowed to move around, I figure they have to present at least twice for 10 to 15 minutes so they have to decide what they're going to teach. And then, obviously, students are allowed to help out. Other, you know, the learners are allowed to kind of get in there and help, but they're not allowed to take over. I've mentioned that before to my students because a, a student might be really good at football, but they didn't choose to present. So they can help out, but they can't take over the whole session. And along the lines of the uh, planning purposes, they have to tell us what kind of equipment do they need. Do they need gymnastic mats or do they need hula hoops, jump ropes, whatever? So. We need all that, and that's number three. Okay, number four is, this is the coach's teacher part of it, is organizing it. Are we going to do two days, three days, one day? Are we going to include art, music, and STEM? Do they want to be included? I was actually talking to the music teacher this year, and I said, well, we could do that. Well, why don't we do some massive thing where kids are teaching art, they're teaching music, there's STEM demonstrations going on, and there's also PE, and that would just be an awesome day. That'd be just really cool, kids presenting. It's like a carnival atmosphere where kids, uh, the, the learners can just walk around and see all these different things. Administration c- can come out, which they have. Uh, my former principal actually was juggling <laughs> in that session, so that was pretty neat. So organizing equipment, organizing the field, deciding if, hey, I have, you know, I have two basketball or four basketball nets, but I have, you know, six people that want to present. Maybe we have to team them up. Or maybe we should do half basketball one day, the other half of the kids presenting on the next day. Scheduling's not easy, but it's very important. So that's number four, organize. And now it's time for your cowbell tip of the day. All right, so your cowbell tip of the day is this. It won't be perfect. But if you really want to do this, give it a try. I promise you things will go wrong, but it's a great experience for the students. It's something they'll never forget. Please try it out just even once, and I think you'll really enjoy it. It's just great seeing the students learn from each other, and um, again, just something they'll remember forever, hopefully. So (laughs) that is your tip of the day. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today. Again, this is episode two. We're going to have two more episodes. The next one will be on the big day, 
and lessons learned will be the final episode on ed camps so again listen to session one if you haven't already you may always go to our website for videos and cool stuff it is supersizephyzed.com so take care here's a beat for you